0: It's extra drama for book number 38, Leaving Home. I am your host, Marissa Flaxbart, and with me again is Nora Hanna. Really again, again this time. Not like last time where I said again, but I didn't mean that you were here again. Exactly. Hi, Marissa. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) Well, yeah, we had a nice long break, and now we're going to talk more about this craziness. You had mentioned to me during the break that there was a funny, like, something funny about the way Switzerland is described in the book.
1: Yes, this is probably the most reference to Lederhosen I would assume has ever been in Sweet Valley. Yeah. At one point, of course, it's Jessica. I'd like to know how much time we're going to get to spend together when you're off somewhere wearing Lederhosen and yodeling and chasing. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, and there's actually another part later on where Jessica's on the phone with Stephen trying to convince him to, to come back and, well, she doesn't really have to convince him, but basically telling him that he needs to get back here so they can stop Elizabeth. She says, Who knows what could happen to her over there? The whole thing sounds creepy to me. We'd never get to see her and she'd probably get completely ruined by all those snobs in boarding school. I bet she'll come home speaking German or something or smoking those gross little cigarettes like they do in old movies and dragging us all to things like the opera or something. Which Stephen counters, God forbid, Jessica, you're the only person I know who makes culture sound like a fatal disease.
1: Oh, I love that line. I love that. I thought that maybe, maybe Stephen would come around, you know?
0: Yeah. But. Yeah, he's, Stephen's take on this is so strange. Like, he's like, mom and dad, at first he's like, mom and dad will never let her go, you guys. Like, remember when I was going to go on that cruise ship? They didn't let me do that. He was going to drop out of college to go work on a cruise ship to in the Orient or whatever, the Far East is what they said.
1: Yeah, some, some terrible term that we shouldn't probably use.
0: <laughs> and... Yeah, so he's... I I almost wonder if Stephen isn't a little bit out of shape. Like, part of the reason he doesn't want Liz to go on this trip is because he wasn't allowed to go, or he was talked out of his cruise thing. Because he, he was allowed to go. He was just talked out of it.
1: Yeah. And and I always get real sketched out by Steven since he's, like,
0: dating a high schooler, so... Yeah, but he is only 19, so it could be worse. Sure. But he is highly immature. Well- <laughs>
1: I know Kara's probably more mature
0: than Steven, but. At this point, yeah, she's really changed since her parents split up. So I'm wondering, you know, we heard in the main episode about a listener named Catherine who had an experience of like going to a boarding school, not in Switzerland, but um, I was wondering if you had any experiences with studying abroad at all or anything that you could relate to
1: yeah so i it's funny that we should talk about this because i had a a volunteer at the museum i work for uh her granddaughter was sort of going back and forth she's in college should she do study abroad should she not and i said you know if if you're able to afford it it is one of those memories for me i studied abroad in london um for a semester that I have a lot of affection for, like, I got to see things and do things and meet people um, and have a, you know, a context for, you know, we had a class on like Victorian literature, and you to go to those places and kind of understand it, that if you can, you should absolutely. So I'm, I'm totally on team Catherine for this.
0: Yeah. Well, for international study, especially, I think it's when you're young, it's so valuable to get the opportunity to sort of become a global citizen. You know, I think you understand, even if you go to some place, a culture, like, you know, we're in the US, like going to a Western nation is not as different than if we were to go like to an Eastern country, or um, to, I don't know, even to like South America or to Africa. But the no matter where you go, just going to a culture that's different from your own and experiencing it, I think really is just an invaluable experience for a young person. I, had a, I have not been able to travel globally in my adulthood as much as I would have liked to, but as a young person, I, um, I, went, I, I studied abroad my senior year of college, not high school, which is very different, but I spent a semester in Rome. It was one of the greatest times of my life. And I was learning so much, but also just, like, I walked, I walked Rome, like, every day. I walked, you know, miles of this, like, ancient city. And I, I, you know, had, or I developed not just appreciation for the current culture there, but for, like, the history of, like, civilization in a way, you know?
1: Oh, yeah. I I, I think it's such a great opportunity for people academically, just, like, Uh, kind of expand your view of the world so that's why I was almost like so infuriated with Elizabeth that she didn't that that in the end decided not to
0: yeah yeah well so when I was in high school I actually have something that is much closer to what Elizabeth did so granted the college experience like you were describing spending a semester abroad that's what I did too like so that's closer to time wise to what Elizabeth's talking about but when I was in high school I gosh I feel so fortunate saying this but I got to go twice during summers I got to take like study abroad trips to Germany the first time I went was I was younger than Elizabeth I was it was between my sophomore and junior year and that was like a 10 day trip and I went with other kids who I didn't know very well from from my high school And that was interesting. But also, I I spent a lot of time alone on those trips, just kind of exploring. And that was amazing. And I got to work on my German. And I learned a lot about, you know, Bavaria. (laughs) We went to Switzerland. Um, And then after the next summer, I actually did this whole kind of like exchange thing where some German students came to America for a like about a month or three weeks and stayed with us. And then a bunch of us went over to to Germany and spent a month there. And the exchange student uh, who I was staying with, his name was Johannes, um, he insisted that because we spoke English when he was in America, that we were going to speak German when we were there in Germany. And that was I'm was. i so grateful to him for that. I mean, we had a contentious relationship until the very end when I realized that he didn't hate me. And that was actually just (laughs) his personality. I'm so grateful to Johannes for, you know, all of his in like kind of insisting that we speak German. Like I got a lot more German practice than a lot of my peers did on that trip, because the German students all spoke English really well. So... They were able to, like, when we were all together as a group, we tended to speak in English. And I remember this being over at somebody's house, some other parent's house, and they told a joke or something in German, and I laughed. And they turned to me and were like, oh, you speak German. And I was like, this is weird, because I happen to know that the person that is staying with you speaks German, too. Like the American that's staying with you speaks German, too. Anyway, that's my story. Part of my my tale, but um, that was a really formative experience,
1: yeah, and I think for me at least I don't think I was confident enough and didn't really have a background in a foreign language, where I only really felt comfortable studying in London, um, and I wish I had, I had more confidence and able to because I think being able to speak or read another language is like such a gift, you know,
0: yeah, and that's something going back to the book. Uh, Elizabeth. It's already been established in the series. I'll give the series credit that Elizabeth speaks French pretty well, and so she's excited about the prospect of also learning German. in you know, in Switzerland, you know, English, French, and German are all languages that are spoken there. So
1: I feel like is the French teacher's first
0: name Nora. I feel like it is. It is. Yeah, yeah. Nora Dalton.
1: Very rarely see, or I very rarely see a character in literature um With my name. So
0: I always get excited. Well, you, you know who Nora Dalton's boyfriend is?
1: <gasps> Mr. Collins.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Are, are they together right now? I'm honestly not sure if they're together right now. We I- haven't heard about Miss Dalton in a long time. And whenever Mr. Collins is brought up, Miss Dalton is not usually talked about. But if I were them, I would not be trying to make my relationship public at Sweet Valley High.
1: Right, no, the rumor mill goes hard, especially, I think even some of the teachers have been talked about, so, yeah.
0: Elizabeth made a terrible mistake. Uh, She should have left, then the series would have to be over, I guess, although, you know, Regina went to Switzerland for a while, and she came back, and the series continued.
1: It's interesting that she becomes sort of a pivotal character, like the catalyst for Elizabeth, but we never actually, like, see or talk to her at any point in
0: this book. Yeah, she's not in this book. That's such a good point. Like, they mention her in passing that she's going to pick Elizabeth up and take her to school at one point. But yeah, she doesn't get a line of dialogue in this book. Yeah, we need to treasure every moment with Regina right now. No! (laughs) So, at any rate, uh, before I say any more about that, um, accidentally, let's um, go ahead and point out that a great compromise would have been, like, if Elizabeth had just gone for a semester or something. And then, I don't know. Although oh. That still would have... Oh, but you know what? I said this in the first episode. She could have just gone. She could have accepted it, and it wouldn't have mattered. It wouldn't have been the end of the series, because it wouldn't have mattered until senior year. Which they never get to, correct? Oh, I mean, there's a series... I think there's Sweet Valley High Senior Year as a series at some point in the future, but... Uh, not until like the nineties. Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: And they always have those like rando travel books, right? Like the extra. So yeah. They, like done a couple of those, and I'm called it a day.
0: Okay, Sweet Valley High senior year is part of the Sweet Valley High franchise and the last spinoff series to be published. Um, that's what Wikipedia says, but that's not true because um, this what Wikipedia says about Sweet Valley senior year is not true but it is a late spinoff series and um yeah i i was hoping to find out when it was published but this is 1983 which is false um that's when sweet valley high the series was was published but not sweet valley senior year so gladiators if you have some facts about uh, sweet valley senior year you might want to go onto wikipedia and make some edits um <laughs> Nora thank you so much for doing this and reading this book with me and thanks for listening to Sweet Valley Diaries I really appreciate it makes my commute so much better oh that's great well I'm trying to promote among people that know me um because gladiators very few of you know me personally um my listenership strangely enough comes mostly from people that I have not met and not from uh any of the many people that I do know in real life. But I've been trying to push a new a new advertising angle to the demo of, like, people Marissa actually knows. That's like, listen to Sweet Valley Diaries. It's kind of like hanging out with Marissa. Yeah. Do you want to do that? Sounds good. <laughs> there's only so much of me to go around, but, you know, on unlimited free time. But, you know, there's over 50 hours of me... Uh, <laughs> We're talking on the internet for free, so...
1: You have to say that my favorite episodes are you and your dad, so...
0: Aww. I My cousin had... One of my cousins has told me that she's start- would listen to episodes of me and my dad when she missed us, which is so
1: <laughs> sweet. Very sweet.
0: I love the me and my dad episodes, too. He is so good to even ever read any of these stupid books there's i think the first time he was on he said it was the only romantic like the only teen romance he'd ever read in his life and now he's read two
1: that's love man that's love and
0: one of them was a super edition so it was extra long and i made him read it over christmas yay (laughs) thanks dad all right and thank you nora and thank you gladiators for listening um Send me an email, sweetvalleydiaries at me.com, if you have an opinion about studying abroad or about, I don't know, what when Sweet Valley Senior Year came out. I don't know. Just tell me anything and uh, tell a friend about Sweet Valley Diaries. And have fun virtually hanging out with me <laughs> and my friends. Okay, well, thank you so much for doing this. Thank
1: you for having me. We should talk soon and catch up. Yeah.
0: slowly over the course of this show it's like my i start my gossip or like my conversation or like joking gossip about the characters has started to turn into just like i'm talking about real people like i'm gossiping about like oh my gosh kara is so different now since she and her brother were separated like anyway she is different though